What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another brand new installment of Renegades Reviews, exclusively here as always on the Casa D18 Studios channel. I, of course, am your host, the Renegade JJ Williams. And today we keep it rolling here in the golden age era of the Walt Disney Animation Studios. And we discuss also from 1940, Fantasia, the film that arguably can truly be described as Walt Disney's masterpiece. What's going on, everybody? Thank you for joining me here once again for another brand new installment of Renegades Reviews. And as I said in the intro, we're going to keep it pushing here through the Walt Disney Animation Studios films and the lineage with Fantasia. And I'm just going to get this out of the way right now. Out of all the films I've seen, this is the hardest one to rewatch. It just bores me to tears. Sorcerer's Apprentice, notwithstanding. Part of it, I feel, has to do with the lack of dialogue. Plus, I'm not a huge fan of classical music. But, be that as it may, it's a part of this Animation Studios lineage, and I need to review it as such. So let's get into the program here, shall we? The film opens with Takata and Fugue in D minor, which features live action shots of the orchestra illuminated in blue and gold and backed by superimposed shadows and fades into abstract patterns. While animated lines, shapes, and cloud formations reflect the sound and rhythms of the music. Now, Takata and Fugue is my favorite classical piece within the film, but I feel like the animation does absolutely nothing for it. The next segment is the Nutcracker Suite, and selections from the ballet underscore scenes depicting the changing of the seasons, from summer to autumn to winter. And a variety of dances are presented with fairies, fish, flowers, mushrooms, and leaves. Segments from the suite that are used include the dance of the sugar plum fairy, the Chinese dance, the Arabian dance, the Russian dance, the dance of the flutes, and the waltz of the flowers. Now, I do enjoy the dance of the sugar plum fairy segment, but I just feel that the rest of it falls flat. I do wish they had used the March of the Wooden Soldiers for this segment, though, as that's an iconic musical moment from the Nutcracker. Next up is The Sorcerer's Apprentice, which is based on Johann Wolfgang von Goethe's 1797 poem, Der Zauberlerling. And it stars Mickey Mouse as the young apprentice of sorcerer Yensid, which is Disney spelled backwards, if you guys were unaware. He attempts some of his master's magic and tricks, but he doesn't know how to control them. Now, The Sorcerer's Apprentice is a very fun romp. And in my humble opinion, it's the reason why most people tend to like Fantasia. Further proof of this is the fact that the Sorcerer's Apprentice segment is the only segment to be repeated 
inside of Fantasia 2000. Something to think about. Next up is Rite of Spring, and it's designed as a visual history of the Earth's beginnings, from the planet's formation, to the first human creatures, to the reign of the dinosaurs, and their extinction. It is all depicted by selected sections of the ballet score by Igor Stravinsky. And it was an interesting concept, but I just feel it went way too long. However, the T-Rex versus Stegosaurus battle was a high spot and would later be recreated in the primeval world segment of the Disneyland Railroad as you travel from Tomorrowland back to Main Street, USA. We then get an intermission segment entitled Meet the Soundtrack, because even Walt knew that this was way too much to sit through without a break. The orchestra musicians depart, and the Fantasia title card is revealed. After the intermission, there is a brief jam session of jazz music led by a clarinetist as the orchestra members return to their positions. Then a humorously stylized demonstration of how sound is rendered on film is shown with an animated soundtrack character, which is initially a straight white line that then changes into different shapes and colors based on the sounds that are played. Our first post-intermission segment is the Pastoral Symphony, and we get to see a mythical Greco-Roman world of centaurs and centaurettes, cupids, fauns, and other figures from classical mythology portrayed to Ludwig von Beethoven's music. During a gathering at a festival to honor Bacchus, the god of wine, is interrupted by Zeus, who creates a storm and directs Vulcan LaForge lightning bolts at the attendees. I feel that this segment is visually entertaining and believe it may feature one of the first instances of Disney putting something sexual into its cartoons as the centurettes appear bathing in a lake topless before nude cupids dress them in flowers to cover them up. I also feel that the Greco-Roman mythology makes for a nice backdrop for the story and the music. In the Dance of the Hours, we get a comical ballet in four sections. First, Madame Yupanova and her ostriches depict the morning. Then Hyacinth Hippo depicts the afternoon time. Then Elephachine and her bubble-blowing elephant troop depict the evening, with Ben Alligator and his troop of alligators depicting nighttime. The finale then finds all of the characters dancing together until the palace collapses. The final segment of Fantasia is Night on Bald Mountain, where at midnight, the devil, Chernabog, awakens and summons evil spirits and restless souls from their graves to Bald Mountain. The spirits dance and fly through the air, 
until they are driven back by the sound of an Angelus bell as night fades into dawn. A chorus is then heard singing Ave Maria as a line of robed monks is depicted walking with lighted torches through a forest and into the ruins of a cathedral. Now, as I said with Snow White, from a technological standpoint, it's not a horrible film. It just bores me to tears. And I really believe a lot of it has to do with there being no dialogue, which is odd because I do enjoy some silent films, like Lon Chaney's The Hunchback of Notre Dame, or Lon Chaney's The Phantom of the Opera, or Nosferatu with Max Schreck. I just, I, something about it just doesn't connect to me. I do feel part of it is also that it's entirely too long, clocking in at two hours and six minutes. In comparison, Snow White is only 83 minutes long and Pinocchio is 88 minutes. And out of the seven segments, I only care for really three, maybe four. You know, Night on Bald Mountain, The Pastoral Symphony, The Sorcerer's Apprentice, and then bits of Takata and Fugue in the Nutcracker Suite. So in, in reality, there's just not a whole lot in this film to really, really captivate me. And it's a shame because, again, from a technological standpoint, this is arguably Walt Disney's masterpiece. Very much so. You know, Disney ended up doing an entire line where virtually every movie that they put out during the time was called a masterpiece. But you can definitely argue that this is his animated masterpiece. I just don't get into it. It doesn't appeal to me. I'm sorry. And for those of you out there that just adore Fantasia, you know, let me know. If you're watching the premiere, leave your comments over here. If you're watching on demand, leave your thoughts down here. What is it about Fantasia that captivates you? Really, truly captivates you. Let me know. Maybe if I get enough reactions from you guys, I'll have to rewatch it through your eyes and see what maybe I'm missing. But for me, when it comes to my rating of Fantasia, at this point in time, I give it two out of five stars. I'm sorry. I will say that if you've never seen Fantasia, you have to see it once. After that, unless you get really, really sucked into it and adore it, you never have to see it again. But if you are a tried-and-true Disney dork like myself, you have to see it at least once. If for nothing else, for The Sorcerer's Apprentice and Night on Bald Mountain. Make sure you guys get out there on social media. Get those hashtags trending for me. Hashtag Casa D18 Studios. Hashtag Renegades Reviews. Hashtag Renegade Returns. And, of course, the ever-popular hashtag shenanigans merchandising merchandising what's that merchandising 
Come, I'll show you. Merchandising, merchandising, where the real money's made. Make sure you guys get out there. Do what that commercial just told you. Go to teespring.com slash stores slash Jeff Meacham Network for all your official merchandise of the Jeff Meacham Network, three different designs of the logo shirts for you to choose from, as well as Talk Wrestling, Meachamania. Get you your exclusive merchandise for the Casa D18 Studios Brotherhood. Get you your Renegade J.J. Williams t-shirt, your dad's not always on wrestling shirt, Statboy Sports Bar, hashtag Statboy Approved, hashtag Shenanigans, and there's so much more up there on the website. Support, support, support. And while you're out there supporting, do what that ticker says. If you want to help me acquire more movies to review, donate to that PayPal or go to my link tree and purchase something off of my Amazon movie wish list. And when it arrives and I open it on Renegade Recap, as I do every month, I will give you a shout out and a thank you on that broadcast live for supporting me. And then when I finally get to reviewing the film, when the film fits into one of my upcoming themes, I will give you a nod then and a shout out. Much like I did when I was doing Trilogy Month and I was giving a shout out to my homie Jamel, who hooked me up with the John Wick Trilogy for Christmas last year. I do the exact same thing. But do what that ticker says and either that PayPal or Linktree, the Amazon movie wish list, support and help me out, guys. I I thrive on your guys' support. And while I don't have my own Teespring store or anything like that, this is how you guys can support me. Tomorrow, right back here on the Casa D18 Studios channel, and then Encore presentation later in the day on the Jeff Meacham Network. Make sure you tune in for another brand new installment of Renegades Reviews when I will be discussing from 1941, Dumbo. You're definitely not going to want to miss out on Dumbo tomorrow right here on the Casa D18 Studios channel at its normal time, and then replayed an hour later exclusively on the Jeff Meacham Network, as we always do on the Non-Dads on Wrestling Weeks. So make sure you tune in tomorrow, either channel for Dumbo. Thank you guys for tuning in, all my loyal viewers watching the premiere and leaving your comments over here. I greatly appreciate each and every one of you guys. All my fans watch on demand, leaving your comments down here. Thank you very much. I appreciate each and every one of you guys. I appreciate all your guys' support that you guys show me every single day, tuning in, watching Renegades Reviews exclusively here on the Casa D18 Studios channel. Thank you guys for tuning in, and I will see you guys next time. <laughs>